Answer Life with Brent and Jeff. That was adding to the noise by Switchfoot to kick off yet another Alter Life show. This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Thank you for joining us this evening. We are here for the next two hours, so keep it locked right here. The Alter Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Alter Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. That was Holland with The Whole World. That was back before they were the Lonely Hearts. Hmm. But uh, that's a great song about everybody just kind of following along with what the world's doing and singing, 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 and having a great time. We got a new topic for you this week, and we are very, very excited to be here. Yes, we are. are we? Yes, I'm very excited. Woo! <laughs> sorry, that was kind of loud. Oh, calm down. Oh, sorry. No, uh, we're going to be talking about, I don't know what the topic's called. We're, we're, yeah. We were going back and forth <laughs> on what it's actually called, but the power of influence is what we tentatively have. Subject <laughs> to change maybe later. Yeah. Um, the but, working title. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the point is going to be good anyway. And, and based in uh, the Gospels, there's a verse, and we'll read it in a little bit, but just talking about how we can be influential in someone's life and how important influence is. And um, we'll just get into that. You know, it's kind of a maybe a word study on the word influence. Yeah, but maybe um, we pull up the dictionary.com. Maybe influence. Maybe or the thesaurus in like, Microsoft I already Word. Know what influence is? No need. <laughs> the uh, you know something that we we all want to make you know make an impact in our culture. We always talk about we're gonna you know shake this town and we're gonna just go out there and you know grab it by the tail and take no prisoners and we have these big huge epic ideas and plans um but sometimes our influence our impact can be negative and we want to guard against that because we don't realize who's watching or we do and we like the fact that we have all this power and we we cannot wield it (laughs) we you know we or we wield it in an inappropriate way so just all the aspects of influence whether we are being influenced and allowing ourselves to be misled um, or if we are actually the ones that are leading people astray. Some heavy things and also uh, some fun things we're going to be getting into tonight. So keep it locked yeah. here. A whole night of check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Yeah. That <laughs> is <Anyway>. a classic, <laughs> classic line right there. Yeah. Alter Life line. Hey, don't yourself. forget, we got some more stuff on our website for you to check out. Yeah. We have their brand new, well, not brand new, but access to our Faith Series webisodes for you to check out. I think that you'll like it. I really do. I do. There's I was listening to it again. Eight episodes on Faith, the Hall of Faith. Read Hebrews 11. Listen to The Altar Life. And also, we made it easier for you to email us. You can go right on there, and there's a field template type thing that you just put your email message, and it creates it for you. So, Check it out. The Alter Life. Seeing isn't believing. With Brent and Jeff. Believing is seeing. All right, that was Starfield, my generation. And we're going to be reading, there's a couple verses that kind of say the same thing, but let's read Matthew 18, verse, what is it, 6? But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Whoa, that's, that's heavy. heavy. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, millstones. millstones. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> we haven't uh, 
Millstones aren't popular around these no. days. So Nobody talks about what a millstone is. What would be its equivalent in this generation? I just in think, our generation, as Starfleet will say. My generation. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of like a big boulder, basically. But the yeah. millstone had a, a greater purpose. They used it as this huge slab. Probably like carved and shaped in a certain way that would grind wheat. And a donkey would usually uh, pull it around, I think. Like they yeah. would hook it up and they would kind of whip the donkey and they would push the millstone around and... Not a good picture. No. Whatever was in the path. Your neck. Yeah. Whatever's in the path of that millstone got crushed. It was pretty heavy. It's like I think of the wild E. Coyote, you know, when he's fallen <laughs> and like he falls like ten seconds later after like he's a, like suspended in the air. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, like the millstone falls off and then like the rope like the slack of the rope. And he's like looking it. at it like I wonder what's gonna happen. All of a sudden he goes with it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't realize that his foot is caught to uh, it. Now imagine that, that being tied around your neck and being yeah. thrown into the sea. Yeah. That's not a very out. good Outcome. So whatever you did to deserve that, not cool, especially exactly. in God's eyes. So that's what we want to guard against. And, you know, this, this is a heavy thing. And, you know, we don't want to make light of it by being goofy. Um, that just kind of happens naturally. It's not in our intent to make it like, oh, it's funny, millstones, see. <laughs> you know, but, you know, we we want to look at this um, with this, you know, uh, an eye that is appropriate. And we want to look at it in its context, obviously. But just to, to really be on guard because there are things that we can do and we're not even realizing it that can lead somebody to stumble in, in their walk with the Lord, especially young believers that you know are looking to someone that may be uh, more involved in the church or, or have been saved for a longer period of time. You know, you got to be careful. And, and you know, we, it is our responsibility to behave in such a way that we are constantly um, under the microscope, especially for the non-believing world. They're going to be looking at the flaws that we have. So... Lots of different stuff to talk about. And I just want to encourage you again to check out www.thealterlife.com. As Jeff said earlier, there's some new stuff up there to check out. New unbelievable New unbelievable segments. That's yeah, great. There's like a total of like 30 up there now. I know. I just keep adding them. Yeah. Sometime I'll take some away, but I can't. It's like, I just take one. they're all good. So, <laughs> I, so how can fun. I decide which one's the pull And down? the best part about the unbelievables and the webisodes is that you can take those with you. You can yeah. download them, save them to your computer. And uh, those are those are yours to spread the joy of the altar to your friends. Yeah, just like email them around iPods, smartphone to smartphone, Zooms, uh, whatever they call them, whatever. (laughs) There's all different kinds of things, but you can take the altar life with you wherever you go. And if you're looking for something fun, unbelievable segments. If you're looking for something to encourage you, the webisodes. Check them out: Faith series, Jesus series, and soon our Churches of Revelation series. One thing I was just thinking about with this topic is, you know, if you are a Christian, and I use that word specifically because, you know, Christian really means little Christs, right? So if you call yourself a Christian, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, that means that you are putting yourself and you're proclaiming yourself to be in the position of representing and being, representing to the world a little Christ. And that comes with a lot of weight, if you think about it. Like, and a lot of people just go around saying, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, you know, and then they just, just means, to them, that just means they're not Jewish. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm a, I'm, no, that's a Gentile. <laughs> that yeah. you're a Gentile. Uh, but no, I'm a Christian, you know, and it's like, oh, you're a little Christ? Is that what you're trying to be with your life? And, um, you know, we walk around, because that's good for the fire insurance aspect of, yeah. of religion. And, you know, yeah, oh, I'm going to heaven. Yeah, I've got that all covered. Um, meanwhile, I'm living my life anti what God wants me to do. But, you know, in the context of the power of influence, people who don't know anything about Christ will look at the quote-unquote Christians and say, well, that's what a Christ is all about. 
and make assumptions. And right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, that's what the unbelieving world does. And so what a weight we have, and not to be a trip tonight, yeah. but just a, what a responsibility we have to actually live out our lives like little Christ and try to be, um, it's not like in our own strength that we have to muster it all up, but um, with Christ's help to be obedient and to live a life that would be pleasing to Christ and then let Christ figure out how to make an impact in those people's lives. Um, but it starts with us actually being obedient. Yeah, so. I mean, the show that we do here, The Altar Life, we play music that fits the topic. And obviously, you've been hearing some of the music tonight. Uh, the last song in particular was, you know, just a challenge. Uh, somebody, you know, you know, we can be put up on platforms and we can put other people up on platforms and we can start to pursue people and their philosophies, their ideas, you know, like they have some added revelation of the Holy Scriptures, you know, and uh, well, they're, you know, I follow this guy or this book I read and it changed my life and you know that's all great but you know we have to be careful that we're not allowing people to influence more than the word of God itself God himself that was down in doubt and living without by the fold another long title we love those long titles here on the altar life gives us stuff to say to fill up the the gaps (laughs) just a title like that everyday Sunday song Pity a man who falls down and has no one to pick him up. That's a great one. <laughs> I love that too. Under Oath is a band we don't really play on the Ultra Life, but they're famous for having long titles. Mm-hmm. It's like it's dangerous business walking out your front door. You actually have to take a breath halfway through the title just because you run out of air. It's like it's dangerous business walking <gasps> out your front door. <laughs> but um, the next song is Put the Blame on Me by The Waiting. And this is a, a song that is the epitome. It's one of the first songs that came to mind when we're coming up with this topic. Because it's talking about someone, you know, who has led somebody else astray. You know, they're getting fitted for their own millstone. And he's like saying, you know, you know, if Jesus finds you and you're, you know, your unbelief, you know, put the blame on me because it's my fault. I'm the one who has led you astray. And it's kind of, you know, it's a sad song, but it's a it's a very, uh, very appropriate song for the topic tonight. And and I'm very excited because a lot of this music is really right on point with the topic tonight. And, and you know, we want to stress the importance of the songs and the, the content here on the show and uh, please listen to this next song put the blame on me don't let that ever be said about you that you should be to blame for leading somebody else astray because that's not where you want to be millstone wearer and uh, the, the topic tonight for the altar life the power of influence yes. negative and positive we are all can be influential and I was just thinking about Paul and Paul was a very influential fellow when he before he was a believer he was a very influential Pharisee and did a lot of damage against Christ. And then he got, you know, had his conversion and then God used him and even more so influential the other direction for himself. Um, I was just thinking about the epistle he wrote to the Corinthians because the Corinthians was all divided and they were trying to, you know, you know, put up tents that said and camps that said, I'm of this guy, I'm of this guy. Everyone making their allegiance to someone. You know, I'm of Paul, I'm of... Um, Apollo, Apollos, yeah. Cephas. Cephas, and I'm of Christ. And, and Paul was basically like, guys, are you guys divided? We should all be one body, you know, and be all for Christ. And what's cool is that he goes on and says that there's a lot of wisdom of the world, so to speak. And, um, you know, and how, like, the world thought that Christ and the cross was foolishness. And I was just thinking about that in the context of this and saying, you know, the influential topic and, and um, thing that we have to be influential as Christians is Christ and is the cross. And to most of the world, they're going to look at that and go, well, that's crazy. What are you guys talking about? That's like foolishness. Um, 
but to Christ, that's that's life. I mean, that's the gospel is life. And we have a message that's not very popular. And I think as Christians, we try to make it sound more reasonable. <laughs> and we try to like water it down a little bit so that it kind of, so people don't think we're as crazy. And um, <laughs> But in effect, what we're doing is we're really kind of watering down and kind of putting a little leaven in there to make it seem palatable for the unbelievers when in reality we may be influencing people to be really confused because it's kind of mixing in the world with what christ is all about and um we have that ability as ambassadors of christ to lead people astray that way and i mean how much more important is it that we make a stand for christ completely and not let someone's opinion or someone's um, opinion of what we're saying, or someone's opinion of Christ, change the message that we have to an unbelieving world. And I think God would be honored by a Christian standing up and standing up just for the Word of God, you know, without making excuses, without apology. Um, and man, what an impact that we could have in the world if we had that kind of influence, like Paul did. Even though people thought he was crazy, he still stood up for what he knew was right. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Hour two is upon us, and so is our unbelievable segment for this week. Brand, I decided on a topic. Title, I should say, for this topic. Oh, yeah, what is it? Instead of the power of influence, we should call it under the influence. Ooh. It's got like, like more of a an appealing vibe just who everybody here wants to be under the influence of something right I people guess. Uh, I don't know don't, don't want anybody influencing me yeah. I want to be my own and when man. you think about when you think about influencing what do you think like it, it's almost like you have the power to make somebody do something right and, and to be the recipient of that power it might not be that fun because somebody's basically coaxing you and be, making you to behave in a way that you might not want to rationally and are you it's saying almost that like, we would be like you just be like a big dummy yeah, not like a stupid dummy, like an actual like hand puppet dummy, <laughs> like ventriloquist <laughs> dummies, which is our unbelievable topic for the evening. I personally, it's one. Of, it gives me the heebie-jeebies because there's been so many movies and so many scary things that have happened, you know, with dummies coming to life. I know for me, it's happened quite a lot in my life, so. I just like, I'm a little really, off kilter whenever I get it on you've edge. Actually, you've actually had an experience with oh, a yeah. dummy coming oh, alive. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Please tell. Um, <laughs> well, it was a long time ago, so I don't remember if it was in a movie that I saw or if it really happened, but I'm pretty sure it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing was scary. And they're never like, a, you know, with all the technology that we have, can you make ventriloquist dummies like cute? No. They no. have to be like the freakiest <laughs> things. Yeah. It's like, can't you make the mouth move or something? I mean, Mannequins, they kind of look like normal people. Why can't you make a ventriloquist dummy that looks like a mannequin? Um, it has to look like with the, the little uh, the raggedy arms and legs yep. that are like almost detached from the body. Kind of like the square wooden head with the like mouth that just the, the chin that goes up and down. Yeah, I much prefer the, cut the, out mouth. the old kind of Muppet. Like I like that type of a situation oh, okay. when the the mouth isn't sliding up and down in one yeah. place. It's just like it looks like their head snapping off. I much prefer that because it's less threatening in my my life specifically. <laughs> like guy smiley. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> He'd open his mouth. That was a long time ago. And like his he head, had like a flip top yeah, head. Flip yeah. top head. <laughs> that's classic. That was on the Reach commercial or whatever for <laughs> toothbrushes. Oh. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> but seriously, who who out there? If you're a ventriloquist. That's a great talent, you yeah. know, because you're like you're not moving your mouth, and 
you know, but you can say whatever you want to say, and it wasn't you. It was, it was the dummy. It was the dummy. What are you gonna do? I know. Get mad at a guy something that's not real? Sorry, it was him. I mean, he's got awesome. a life. Of his Sometimes own. I wish I could do that. That way, I could tell people what I really think without yeah. really telling them. <laughs> this was supposed to be sympathy for the dummy because they don't have control. But it's more like, good, they don't have control. Because if they did, then they'd be taking over the world. They'd be in jail right now. (laughs) You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Just a Man by The Classic Crime. A double play by The Classic Crime to kick off Hour 2. Hopefully you rocked along with those songs. And that song, Just a Man, is it was the song that I was listening to when this whole topic was birthed, I think. And it was just, it's a cool song because it's basically saying... You know, I'm just a man. Like you, you've been following after me, and you've put me up on this pedestal, but I can't live up to your expectations. Which, you know, Brent and Brent and I deal with that on a regular basis. You know, we're up on this yeah, pedestal. I'm always trying to live up to your expectations, and I never yeah. make it. <laughs> I mean, the listeners' expectations, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> because they probably think of us as these huge mammoth radio stars, and uh, it, it's just not true. People, eight feet tall, yeah. five hundred pounds. <laughs> We're just mammoth. <laughs> We're hairy. We have tusks. <laughs> We're woolly. Uh, uh, but anyway, I mean, but, but that, that's the reality of this world is that as soon as we see somebody that we like, we elevate them to a status that is unreachable. Yeah. And then when they fail to meet those standards, it's like earth shattering and our heart is broken because we're like, oh, no, my life is terrible because this person who I was worshiping has let me down. And, uh, you know, that's not a healthy behavior by any means, any stretch of the imagination. There's only one man that lived on this earth that's willing, you know, that is able to. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like that thing when John said, you know, he wept because there was nobody worthy to open the scroll. There's nobody out there except for one person. So let's worship him. All right, that was Above the Golden State. song was called Streets. Streets. Good band. I like them. Yeah, they were they new. Got a nice feel. New, but they're cool. CD's good. Pick it up. Or yeah. Even though the Golden State is out west. Whatever you buy these days. We like it, even though it's out west. Whatever media format you roll with. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Download cards. <laughs> whatever is the SD new. SD cards and it's everything crazy. these days. Crazy. Crazy. I have a record album. Crazy. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a record album. Vinyl. You mean one of those ones that skips? That skips? That skips? That skips? That hey, skips. for all you fans of the MP3 world, why don't you log on to thealterlife.com? Yes, I'm, I'm going to keep coming with it. I'm going to keep coming until you guys start getting there. Check it out. Download our webisodes, which are awesome. And also download our Unbelievable segments, which you just heard earlier, and I'm sure you're going to want more. So uh, get on the website. Check it out. Send us a request. We made it even easier for you to access our email box. <laughs> I guess that's what you would say. Um, all you have to do is type in your email right on there. You don't have to use your own email email server or whatever you call it, email host and uh, you can just type the message in, and it'll send the email for you. It eliminates that th- that middleman. So you just get right to the altar life. Nice. Anyway. Word. Go ahead. All right. Whoever causes one of these little ones <laughs> to get serious for a yeah. minute. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be a bad thing. You would be drowned. Yeah. And he's not talking about little ones like um, little tiny kids. Yeah. You know, like babies. It's not like... Hey, don't stand, don't get down on your hands and knees behind a kid and then tell your friend to get around and push him. Yeah, right. Yeah, I made you stumble. No. And it's interesting because it says it's better to have the millstone to throw into the sea. Yeah. So what's in store for you is worse than that. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. So it's like, whoa, that's even heavier. 
So don't think about just age little ones, but really little ones being younger folks in the fl- in the faith. You know, people who don't aren't really as mature as you, um, or folks who are just kind of in a vulnerable spot in their life. And um, I know you hear stories of people who are just easily misled down the wrong path because they're at a point in their life where they're very vulnerable and they just need that truth and they meet somebody who's just like guys are down the wrong path and then they have years of unwinding all that and really get into the fact of who Jesus really is um, we are so deceived sometimes about about Jesus and who he is because of the people that we know that claim to know him all right that was newsboys wherever we go that's where the party's at Woo. I think that song was written about Brent and Jeff the Ultra Live. I think so. Holla! Spook it down. Sorry. I think it's the first I time flash back to like 89. First time I heard Peabock on their air. That's nice. I think so. I could do so much better than that, though. I, I don't want to give well, away. Well, why don't you uh, save that Anything time better show. than that, I got to charge money for it. <laughs> Trust me, people. It would be better for a millstone to be hung around <laughs> your neck <laughs> than to sit here and listen to Jeff Peabock's and all in the air. Oh, that's oh that was slam. But um, in slam. all... In all, da, uh, da, da, da. <laughs> all right, now go. it's just our big Funkadelic party. <laughs> for all you Funkadelics out there, check it. <laughs> I remember uh, one episode when Brent got a kick out of the fact that I had a little Jeff party. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had little hands going up <laughs> in the air. Dance. We, we have a great time here. Whipped out a kazoo out of his back pocket. A- <laughs> Woo! Little <laughs> propeller on his hat. You know. It's a good thing this isn't a television show. Or else people would see my Scooby-Doo pajamas that I'm wearing right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't man. know. How do you go? Where do you go from there? Um, let's talk about the website a little wherever, bit more. <laughs> wherever you go, that's where the party's at. That's right. Maybe, boys, maybe it was written about us. Holla back now. If you know. only we had a ventriloquist dummy, then our party would be complete. <laughs> but he's in jail, so... We got entertained. Yeah, no, no one decided to... For taking help revenge for being yeah. on the ferry that cursed as the body. Yeah, and um, we're talking about under the influence. And something that can be an intoxicant in our world is uh, romantic relationships, especially for you young ladies out there. Not to, like, shun the men. But, I, you know, I've seen so many times where there's been a deceptive man or a wolf in sheep's clothing where he's coming to the church and he sees it as, like, fresh meat. <laughs> You know, and he and he convinces some young, you know, beautiful sister in Christ that he's just everything that she's ever wanted, and then he just gets what he wants, and he just dashes her hopes and leaves, and that's their opinion of godliness because they see this man, and it it totally wrecks God's image, you know, in their life, and that's the negative influence that we can have, and that's a challenge for all of us to be like, what are we? What are we hoping to convey in our interaction with people? Is it more about what we have and what our opinion is of Scripture and God? And you know, are we trying to convey you know our high-mindedness, or are we really trying to direct people to God? Because when we get on that pedestal, when we want that stuff for ourselves, we're never more like the enemy than when we want the glory for ourselves. And it's the truth because that's what he wanted. He wanted the attention, the glory. And the scary thing is, is that the higher, you know, the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And uh, some of the songs we've been playing tonight and the next two songs we're going to be playing by DC Talk have to do with that very thing. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, I've been in that place where I've been put up and I've let people down. And then, you know, there's that awkward breaking of a relationship. And, you know, there's no repair for that. Yeah, God doesn't expect us to be perfect. And don't get us wrong. We're not trying to say you got to be perfect because you can't slip up because once you slip up, it's all over. But at the other at the other standpoint, the enemy loves if he could just make it 
put a little false in the truth, counterfeit just a little bit so that it's easier to swallow, and then it just grows and grows to a big disaster. And um, that's his style. That's that's what he likes to do. Um, and the other side of that is, man, when we screw up, it's okay. We're covered by grace. We're covered by the love of Christ. But just to admit to that and make make the wrong right by apologizing to making, you know, to, to going and doing the things you need to do to um, to recover that relationship or just maybe just to change the way you're living to, to impact those people for Christ. The second half of a DC Talk double play, this song was called My Friend. DC Talk stands in the test of time, through the test of time. Oh, yeah. They're the, just great two songs. They're old, but they're just good classics. Yeah, and you know, that song especially, it's, it, it's really... It's really heavy because it's basically, you know, there comes a point when somebody is going to be so caught up in their own idea of things that you almost have to let them go off into their, you know, they're just, you know, so long, you know, you're just so, so caught up in what your philosophies are, you know, you're going to go astray and there's nothing that we can do. You know, it's not our fault that they went astray. They made that decision themselves. And we get so like, oh no, like, what do we do? And it's, it's their decision. They're accountable for God for their actions. And sometimes, you know, we have to let those people go. And, and that's a heavy, you know, that's a whole other topic we can get into. And it's but, uh, on us to be wise in those yeah, times and, and not sniff out the counterfeit. Exactly. Not allow ourselves to follow after them as they go astray. No, I think our <laughs> challenge tonight is to live a life that is influential in this world for the cross yeah. and not for our own selfish ambition um, and to, that's that's the what we can do. But the other side of that is to be wise and be careful on the things that we put in front of us that we march toward so that we're not deceived and going down a path from following someone that's not Christ and where we find ourselves empty at the end of it because no one can fulfill like Christ can. Yeah, and, you know, something I'm just thinking about at the end of the show, I've been reading a lot through the Old Testament, and, uh, and a recurring theme among the kings of Israel um, is that they always neglected to tear down the high places. And, uh, you know, it just makes me think of, like, you know, the pedestals, the things that we put, we put people up in these high places, we put things up in these high places, and we allow those things to be the things that we follow after and imitate. And that was the biggest flaw among God's people was that they would be unwilling to tear down those high places. They didn't have anything set up on there, but they were allowing themselves to lean that way, to always want to elevate something basically to God's level. And, um, you know, that's idolatry. We don't want to put somebody else in front of God. So let's allow God to be our influence and put everything else aside. We want to be under the influence of Christ in our daily walk with him. So that's all we have for tonight. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff.